Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. We end this week with the Women's World Cup, which started yesterday. The U.S. team is trying to do something that no national team, women or men, has ever done, win three World Cups in a row. The U.S. will begin their quest tonight at 6 p.m. against Vietnam. You can watch it at home, or if you're in Portland, you can see it on a really big screen at Pioneer Courthouse Square. The event is being put on by the Sports Bra, which opened last year in Northeast Portland. As far as anyone can can tell it is the first sports bar in the world that's focused exclusively on women's sports. Jenny Wynn is the owner. I talked to her this morning while she was getting ready for the watch party. I asked her how the event came to be. So I had just heard that the Vietnamese women's team made the World Cup for the very first time ever. And I, you know, was really thrilled about it. I called my dad and I was just like, guess what? And he was like, yeah, I just heard. And I went to bed, and then I woke up the next morning, and I thought, you know what would be really cool? Is if we took over Pioneer Courthouse Square and did a watch party for USA versus Vietnam. Hmm. Or, like, you know, something of that nature. And I was just like, no, that's too much. Like, that's way too big of a, too big of an idea. This was maybe, like, three months ago, and I was just like, there's no way. Um, and then I have a friend who does event coordination, and I had just, like, very casually mentioned it to her. And she goes, no, you need to do this. Like, this is important. Um, downtown Portland could really use, you know, the boost because we feel like Portland has made a great comeback from COVID, um, but that downtown has been slow to recover. And so we just felt like it was a really great opportunity to one highlight, you know, women's sports in a capacity that's much bigger than our 40 seat bar. <laughs> um, and that we just, we wanted to make it big. And then also just the coincidence that USA's first game was against Vietnam, you know, the country that my parents are from, just made it seem really important to me personally. Um, so that's kind of the vision behind it. And I woke up with the idea, talked to a couple people, and they were kind of like, this isn't crazy. This is something that we can do. Um, which I feel like all crazy ideas start out that way. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's kind of the, how it began. And like, I think the third or fourth person I talked to was Cage who's the founder of uh, Portland Community Football Club. And I've been a huge fan of him and his organization um, since before the sports bra opened when I found out about um, what they were, the work that they were doing. And so I reached out to him and I was just like, hey, I have kind of this crazy idea. I'd love it to be a benefit for you guys if you're into it. Are you, and, they're a, you know, a youth sports program. They are a youth sports program, yep. And they are celebrating their 10th year anniversary this year. So it is another coincidence that is just really... It's really cool how everything kind of just like pulled together. Um, what what to really can people be, like, expect at, at this event? Mm-hmm. So we're open. We're starting at noon. Goes from noon to nine, and we'll have DJs. We'll have um, we have community vendors. Um, so we chose some Vietnamese community vendors to kind of highlight, you know, Team Vietnam. And so Mama Doot will be here. Heyday Donuts will be here. Uh, Mata PDX is going to be here. Um, plus all the food trucks that are normally in the square. Um, we'll also have a beer garden that has all all the things, cocktails, beer, N.A., um, you know, uh, cider, hard seltzer, like pretty much everything. And um, at 2 p.m., we partnered with Flicks on the Bricks to show Bend It Like Beckham, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, kickoff is at 6. So I think it's just going to be a full day worth of lots of fun. 
Uh, we have some special guests coming, um, and there's some soccer activities planned. It should just be a really good, great, like, community event. As you noted, this this will be the first time that um, the women's national team from Vietnam is in the World Cup. That's not the case for the U.S. team. They are trying to do something that that no team on the women's or men's side has ever done and went three times in a row. That They're a juggernaut. Um, so mm-hmm. it's likely that that they will win today, although I suppose nobody should should jinx that. Would would it be a bittersweet win for you? You know, I think for me personally, it's a win-win situation today. Um, you know, I love like last night I watched the Philippines play and when they came out and they played the Philippines uh, national anthem, I like cried. Hmm. And I only imagine the power of seeing that on a big screen today. And my grandparents flew in from Houston uh, yesterday. And so they're going to be here at the square. And I just, I think it's just a really big deal for Vietnam. And so it's a win just getting here. You hmm. know what I mean? Um, and so I think, I think it's just going to be powerful. And to have like the Vietnamese community here, that that to me is more meaningful than a W for Vietnam. Um, but the opportunity to bring the community community together here in um, the middle of downtown Portland um, to celebrate all of it, I think is just that that's the key to making this day glorious. Hmm. Let's turn to the the U.S. team for a second. Um, mm-hmm. starting with just the, the, the Portland contingent, what Thorns players are on the U.S. team? Oh my gosh, that's like a trick question for me. I'd never started following soccer until I opened the sports bra, so I'm still learning about all the people. Oh, because um, you were a, a basketball fan, fan first. Is that right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So I was only, I was strictly basketball. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Crystal Dunn just because I think you know, being a mother and being an athlete is like superhuman. I love that. Um, so Crystal Dunn, Sophia Smith, clearly I would love if she had the first goal. Um, you know, I am secretly rooting for her for golden boot for the whole tournament. Um, so those, those are like my faves <laughs> if we're talking about faves, but I'm sure that I think that there's like three or four other players that are also on the team. Um, that I honestly can't remember. Has it, has it been then a kind of soccer education in a in a soccer crazy town running the sports bra? Oh my gosh, one hundred percent. And like people, I kind of tell people like, don't say anything, but um, I don't know much about soccer. Do you get um, <laughs> uh, what? What's the radio friendly? Do Do you get? Um, I can't even think of the way. Do Do people give you guff um, for, for 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 not being a, a, a serious soccer fan? Given that you run a bar focus on women's sports in, in, in the thorn city. Uh, huh. yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think the key is not just uh, soccer buff, but I'm like generally bad at remembering names and faces um, for whatever reason. So I really like need to meet somebody and like have a full on conversation and maybe say their name like 10 times to remember anybody's face or name. Um, so I think it's just my, uh, capacity for remembering those things is hard. It's, I don't think it's soccer. Um, like if you, if you showed me like the top basketball players, I could probably do it, but that's because I think and talk about it all the time. Um, but yeah, I'm like a huge fan of, you know, uh, athletes unlimited softball and like, I'll watch the teams play and like watch all those games, 
But if you asked me to name a player, I couldn't do it. So do I think you I think we're going to get? I'm a, missing that gene. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm missing most of that gene as well, which is why I have your name <laughs> written on a computer screen right in front of me right now. It's a good time to remind <laughs> folks your name is Jenny Wynn. Uh, I'm talking right now with the owner of the sports bra. It's a a sports bar that f- uh, exclusively features women's sports, uh, and they are putting on a watch party for the first. Uh, game of the U.S. women's national soccer team for this year's World Cup going against the Vietnamese team. Uh, the event has already started. If you're listening to us right now, uh, it starts at noon and it goes um, it's at 6 p.m. is when the game starts. Um, can, let's take a step back and go a little more than a year in, into the past. Why did you start the sports bra? Oh, my goodness. You know, I think that I've always been a basketball fan for, I mean, I started playing when I was five or six years old. Um, and so as I, as I got older, all of my friends and almost all of my acquaintances either were directly or indirectly through a basketball league that I played in as an adult. And what we did for fun was we went out to watch women's sports games at bars. And it was pretty much every time was like, um, anything from like an inconvenience to having to ask a server to change a channel or, um, you know, we'd sit down and order food and drinks and then ask, ask to watch a game and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, but too many people are watching this other game. And so you'd kind of like, you know, be stuck there with a, a bill and, and no entertainment. Um, but then, you know, there's also the idea that, you know, a lot of, so I'm, I'm a person of color. Um, I am kind of having an androg- androgynous look. And so, you know, a lot of people in our group are queer folks of color. And some of the spaces that are traditional sports bars don't always feel safe or meant for us. And so that was always another concern. Um, Like, I can't recall a time where I've ever gone to a sports bar by myself. Um, So all of those things kind of combined into, like, a crescendo of this moment when in 2018, you know, my friends and I, we went to go watch the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship, which for us was like the biggest game of the year. And we went to go watch it at a sports bar and it wasn't on any of the TVs. Um, so we asked them to put it on and they did, which was great. Um, and then, you know, we watched the entire game on kind of like a 32 inch screen with no sound on. And it was like the, one of the best games I'd ever seen. Uh, it was a dramatic comeback. It was a last second three pointer to win it. Um, and it really occurred to all of us that day that, you know, a game like that really should be the the focus. It should be highlighted. And the fact that we watched it on a tiny screen with no sound on, um, and we were, you know, celebrating it all by, by ourselves in this, you know, at our table. Um, it just, it, you know, it was at that point where I was like, you know what? we need to have our own place. But I said it and I didn't mean like I was going to open it. I just meant it as like, that's a fact. Um, and it wasn't until years later that, uh, that little, that moment became something that was a driver for me to be like, you know what? I feel like the time is now. Um, it actually and sounds a little I, I bit like the way you were describing. Yeah. Sorry, it's, it sounds a little mm-hmm. bit like the way you were describing the the watch party. This this idea exactly. it'd be cool to do this, and then eventually <laughs> you're the person who's who's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, to me, it just seemed a little bit like far fetched, a little bit crazy. And then 
you know, the more I thought about it, the more I talked to, you know, people around me, they were just like, no, that's a really great idea. Um, and then, you know, other people were very confident that it could happen, but it's always really scary, you know, it, especially the sports bra, because it had never been done before. I like did a bunch of research. And I was like, oh, this doesn't exist. And I remember when I sat my parents down and I told them that this was my plan. Um, my dad's my dad's first words were, there's probably a reason nobody's done it before. That's what he said. And I was just like, and you know, that it kind of was just like, oh, maybe there is a reason. But if you think about it, nothing would ever get done if everybody felt that way about like invention or innovation, right? <laughs> you, you did note that one of the practical questions, though, I mean, just mm-hmm. reflective of the of the existing imbalance in sexism is that this was last year when you said this, that only 4% of televised sports was of women's games, which, which mm-hmm. wasn't enough last year to have games mm-hmm. on all the time at the bar. And, and so last year you said that you would just make that a, in, 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 a, in a way, I guess, a, a feature as opposed to a bug, that if, if there weren't mm-hmm. games on, then there wouldn't be something else as a kind of... I don't know if maybe you didn't put it this way, but I sort of thought saw it as a, a silent protest. Have you stayed with that? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we there are, there are days where we definitely have one or two of the screens on, you know, a screensaver, or we just turn it off. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think that we're always trying to draw awareness, not only to, you know, promoting and uplifting women's sports that are on. But to show that, you know, there's still so much work to be done. Um, what we don't want is for people to come in and say, wow, Jenny, you're open five days a week, 12 hours a day. And every time I come in, there's always something on TV. It must mean that women's sports is like always on TV, um, which it would be a, like a false narrative. You know, so we, we do want people to understand that, one, we want to be entertaining and we want people to like have a great time. And a lot of that has to do with you know, having entertainment value on the screen. But we also use that as an opportunity to be like, um, again, there we've made dramatic steps in what is available, especially with access to some streaming. Um, but there, you know, there's still lots of work to be done. So, yes. Um, what what however, might the Women's World it, Cup yeah. mean for you business-wise? Mm-hmm. This, this is the first um, international, <laughs> you know, the first World Cup, Women's World Cup, that has happened since you opened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been nuts. And, like, yesterday we had, we were just absolutely packed for that first, um, the first of two for that doubleheader. It was Canada and Nigeria, and it was just absolutely packed. And it was just so exciting to see people come in and we had people traveling internationally um, that came that wanted to watch a world cup game at the bra um, as part of their visit to the U S. So it's just, it it adds a whole other dimension of how important and impactful a space is to have that is dedicated to women's sports. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's been awesome. And again, you know, our, our place seats like 50 people, maybe tops. And um, so on game days, if it's the Thorns or if it's the Seattle Storm or if it's another big local-ish team, we're going to fill up and it's going to feel the same way um, as far as like business-wise. But the vibes, no matter how many people you fit in there, um, like with, with the World Cup, it is dramatic. It is dramatic just how everybody is so passionate and there's just this 
you know, it's World Cup vibes, and, and it happens in the bra with 50 people. It's, <laughs> it's pretty magical. Just before we go, you mentioned the Seattle Storm, Seattle's WNBA team. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a Portland WNBA team four years from now? I am I am a hardcore optimist. Like some people say, it's a flaw of mine. I cannot imagine that the W would not put a team in Portland with everything that's going on. I, it's just the perfect rivalry for the Seattle Storm. Um you know, clearly we're we're women's sports fanatics here in Portland, and I I think that they know that. Um, there's a lot of logistical things with the WNBA right now, so uh, I think that if they have the capabilities of having expansion teams, I believe Portland will be one of them. Yes, Jenny, thanks very much. Thank you very much, Dave. Jenny Wynn is the owner of The Sports Bra, a Northeast Portland bar that's focused exclusively on women's sports. She organized the watch party at Pioneer Courthouse Square for the U.S.-Vietnam game in the Women's World Cup. The game starts at 6 p.m. Monday on the show, we'll talk to one of the researchers in California who just released the largest ever survey of people experiencing homelessness. If you don't want to miss any of our shows, you can listen on the NPR One app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Our nightly rebroadcast is at 8 p.m. Thanks very much for tuning in to Think Out Loud on OPB and KLCC. I'm Dave Miller. Have a great weekend. Think Out Loud is supported by Steve and Jan Oliva, the Rose E. Tucker Charitable Trust, and Michael, Kristen, Andrew, and Anna Kern.